stop. Sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Miller. Dirty Harry Miller. Dirty Harry Miller Podcast. Dirty Harry Miller Podcast. Every penny's worth it. Welcome back to Dirty Harry Suicide Minute. I'm one of your hosts, John. And as ever, I'm joined with co-hosts. Tim. Tom. Tim. Trent. Trent. Barry. And our returning guest, David. Yes. Hi. Were you disillusioned by the last minute? No. No, I wasn't disillusioned. Um, but yeah, anyway. And joined with Ben. I'm disillusioned. Oh. I just don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> There were some theories floated that haven't quite entered the canon yet with speaking to the estate of Don Siegel and Warner Brothers. This minute um, begins with the police cordoning or continuing to cordon people away and ends with Harry picking up the police radio from the passenger seat of his car. Tim, do you like this minute? Another transition. Yeah, I do like it. it. You do? Um, two comments on the, the first half of it. Yeah. The night scene. Do we assume that this is... Chico's first day on the job or first night. It's, it's the first scene after he's been introduced, isn't it? That's right. It all depends on whether the, um, the pashmina and ice cream scene, did that happen the, the following day or the same day that Chico was appointed his partner? I suppose so. Yeah. This, yeah. Is the, this is the first time they're on a mission or yeah. like out together. Yes. I think so. When we first saw them in the car, the patrol car, it's, you know, Chico's still desperate to please. Like I saw, the, I saw the tan suitcase and everything. So it probably is the first day. Yeah. And then the other thing I noticed was he's very, um, you know, like equipment, like like it doesn't look particularly complex. Yep. But he seems to know his handles, like how to. Yeah. And not, he's not asking for help, so he's probably used this before. <laughs> he does put his hand on big objects quite often, Trent. Mm. <laughs> I was just thinking, would you call this movie an action movie, Tim? Not, it's not in the way we understand today, but... But for the time, yeah. Because yeah. there's very little dialogue. Um, it moves, moves pretty fast, apart from the... And yeah. I can't remember, but I assume the trailer, if you watched it, kind of tries to make it look a bit action-y. Yeah, except for those long office scenes <laughs> yeah. we talked about last time. Sorry. I, I hate to always talk this. I know they're not companion pieces but the french connection would you describe that as an action film of the time less of an action film yeah harry's less but, of an action film than but that. there are well, action films the same thing but, yeah. uh, you know but are they like war films like outside of um recreating world war Two? what was considered an action film um in yeah. the 50s and early 60s i suppose outside of exploit b-grade films it was yeah, it was those war films or something with Charlton in it or something. <laughs> yeah. Did you like this minute, Dave? Yeah, well, it transitions from the shaky cam uh, to a much more kind of standard filmmaking type scene. So you've got the nighttime uh, scene with the unusual lighting that looks almost like a documentary. And, uh, yeah, then they get into the car and it's still shaky cam. But then when they go to the close-up of the car, suddenly it like goes back into more of a standard Hollywood movie. Mm. So I think that's kind of 
a little bit strange. I've never seen a movie that changes the way it's shot like that. I guess except for maybe, you know, a Quentin Tarantino movie that transitions from, you know, into various different styles and stuff, like uh, Kill Bill, for example. But, yeah, in a movie like this, I've never seen that before. Hmm. That It does make a lot more sense now not hearing that uh, Clint Eastwood directed this scene. Hmm. Um, when they get in the car and he picks up the radio, I'm sort of thinking, oh, yeah, it's Bullet. It's gonna, they're going to go on a chase or there's the car, you know, Scorpio. But it doesn't happen. Was this after Bullet? Yeah. And before the uh, French Connection? Same year. Same, same year same. as the French Connection. Once again on the street, we, we see a lot of um, VWs in this movie. I think I must compile the count, but just in the background, incidentally. And, yeah. yeah. And like you see in a lot of those London movies, they've got a lot of these water towers in these scenes, danger or like gas. Mm, I think that might be a, a that's a gasometer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we don't really have gasometers in Australia, but yeah, in uh, Europe and America, they have some. We, we used to have them here. Do um, we? Oh, yeah, okay. up until like the eighties or whatever, the, most of them been removed. If you watch old cop shows shot in Melbourne, there was one I think in Abbotsford. Right. Um, there's still one up in Brisbane, like just okay. an empty shell of one. But yeah, there, there weren't many like in Europe. But yeah. Um, do you notice is Harry for a brief moment when Harry's getting out of the the cherry picker? He's Pants look a bit green rather than grey. Was that just how yeah, it catches the eye? I thought that. Yeah. What's the fan fiction take on that one? <laughs> <laughs> the fan fiction says that uh, he's had a lot of suicide jumpers vomit on him, so low his pants are stained. And we get the famous Harry's estimation of, you know, this is why they really call me Dirty Harry. I'm not a. It's not because I'm a pervert, you've just seen. Uh, well, the first one was because he's. He's a racist bigot. Yeah. 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 Second time, Hot Mary, he's a pervert. The third time he says, yeah, I'm Dirty Harry because um, of these jobs that no one else wants to do or no one's competent to do. Chico doesn't look very impressed with all this, though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Harry's gloating a bit like, you know, or you may have saved me with Hot Mary, but look, I saved a guy's life. I saved this situation. I didn't even have to pull out my gun like you did. <laughs> but once again, it's like everyone's talking in this movie about how Dirty Harry is called Dirty Harry, but no one actually called him Dirty Harry. <laughs> it's like the person who tries to prove his nickname. Oh, people call me Danger because I'm dangerous. So it's no one actually. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of an obscure connection, but a French connection. <laughs> but the way they keep referring back to why he's called Dirty Harry, and they keep changing the meaning. Yeah, kind of. Well, in the Dark Knight, the way the Joker keeps talking about how he cut his oh. face. Kind of reminds oh, me of yeah. how he keeps changing the story. Nice. Like they repeat that a few times. And oh. um, everyone, yeah, a lot of people mention the Heath Ledger may have watched Andy Robinson or is that just... Um, ben, sorry, I interrupted. Oh, no, so who was the, the director of this? Don Siegel. Don Siegel. Do you reckon he was pissed off that like, because that's a pretty, you know, important line to explaining the, the name of the character um, and that he wasn't there to actually do it. It seems like the kind of thing that's like, all right, well, we, I want to refilm that one shot just so that it's the way I want it. You know? Yeah. Or maybe he didn't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> he just well, pulled a sickie that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> stuff it. Well, that was the rumour, I think, that he was sick. Or maybe that's just a lie they concocted so the studio let Harry go along and right. uh, let uh, Clint direct that night. What, because it would save them money? Yeah, yeah I suppose if everything was sort he of He did say, I can do it in one, you know. 
But both him and Seagull were tightwads. I mean, both him and Seagull were always, you know, I can do these things quicker than the studios can. There's a lot of flab. We we can do it really quick. Night shoots are always going to cost a lot more because it's, you know, above union rates and things like that because it's out of normal hours and shit. So, yeah, if he could do it in one night, probably save a lot. I assume even in 1971 that would have been the case. In the Life um, magazine article, they talk... Eastwood talks about how him and Siegel have decided some scenes are Clintus scenes, Clintus scenes, and some are Siegelini. Um, I guess this is a Clintus. I don't really know what the Siegelini trademarks are, but mm, Dirty Harry. To be honest, I like. I'm over the meaning of the word Dirty Harry. Like it's a third time now. Lost all meaning for you. It doesn't mean anything. I, I reckon they should have kept the name Dead Right. The original, um, that just sounds very cool. Harry's dead right and he's objective and he's dead right about his assessment of what needs to be done. Well, ultimately, he's just doing all the shit jobs, isn't he? Yeah. I guess he does. Um, Bressler called, or the, the chief called the bank robbery a pinch. Would you call this a pinch as well? I never got to the meaning of what a pinch was. Except that it's, it's, a, it's a job that Harry does and if it's violent, it doesn't matter, he's... Superiors are okay as long as he gets results, and here he got a result. I, I think a pinch is like a tight corner. I think that's the kind of meaning of a pinch. Yeah, he was the only one there when the bank robbery was happening. He's the only one sort of there. Yeah, where is everybody else? You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the previous, He's the only actual cop on the beat. <laughs> in the hot Mary minutes, there's a lot of activity on the radio talking about it. An Impala and a convertible Chevrolet. <laughs> there's like four cars there, but Harry and his new teammate are on the. On the maybe, pinch. Maybe the future of policing is becoming like Uber. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone who want to respond to this? Yeah. Uber pool. <laughs> and uh, those peak period rates. <laughs> so, how, we, we see Chico's driving the car. Does that mean he's now survived his probation? When we saw him the night before, it was Harry only doing the driving and now he's... He's happy to let Chico take the wheel. I, I thought in th- these situations, the sidekick always drove. Yeah, he's Harry's bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that in the last minute and Redmond well, was saying, well, it's the person who's in control. The power move is the person to decide who is to drive. It's up to them. I think the- if you wait for the Netflix series, <laughs> you'll find out that they soon slept together. <laughs> <laughs> is that canon? <laughs> Do you reckon the the shot before this, you you can see Chico's driving the car, but you can't see Clint Eastwood in the car? Do you reckon he wasn't actually there that day? The second unit out for that shot? Oh, yeah. It's just some dude, but... Just Mr. Bean. If you can't see, like, the the face. But maybe they were were more, like, uh, generous with their time back in the early 70s. It's like, sure, I'll turn up for that day, even though I'm not, like... It's too bad Tom Siegel can't go back and make a special edition and CGI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> CGI and the kid from uh, the Force of uh, yeah. Phantom Anderson. Or <laughs> well, they could get Scott Eastwood to <laughs> reshoot some. I think the car looks pretty clean, don't you, Ben? I've only seen one angle of it, but, you know, if this was um, Mahoney's car or something in the back, there'd be <laughs> fish and chip packets or something. It looks pretty clean. Do you think that the shot they had to, you know, the, the yeah. car coming up over the hill? The bullet shot. Is that a bit of a cliche? 
these days. It is now. It's especially in San Francisco. Yeah. They probably had this in Ant-Man too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's that from? Like San Francisco. Oh, wow. Compare the skyline. We get This is the second time I think we get confirmation that Harry's number is Inspector 71. Guess they just picked that from the year, the production year, Trent, you reckon? Oh, <laughs> 71. Man. We haven't heard from Dirty Harry Fashion Minute. In a while, Tim. He's been wearing the same thing. Yeah, he doesn't have his vest on anymore. Yeah, he took the vest off. It appears. Last scene, he had a beige vest. Interesting uh, tweed number. This one's also like a brown tweed thing. What colour shirt was he wearing last night? Was it blue? Find out. Previous guest Redmond sort of suggested, is there something something in there... um, about a tartan legacy or it doesn't look tartan scottish about him oh it doesn't look like a clan tartan it no. just looks like a pattern a pattern yeah yeah he's not, maintaining not the order of no, the they're, they're all different tartans yeah he knows what he likes i think they're more just style of the time and you don't get many tartans that sort of color we have a note here from my wife that um this suburb we've talked about before potrero hill oh yes the meaning of Potrero in Spanish means an enclosed pasture or paddock. Uh. So once again, and they're on Sierra and Western. So a lot of the places in San Francisco have these Spanish names to do with the old past. But so the Western connection there, they're in a paddock and corralling criminals, corralling the cattle. And well, What does Francisco mean? Oh, just the name of the saint, St. Francis. Uh. Or derivation of it, yeah. Or a whale's vagina, if you believe in <laughs> man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's a big it's bay. A- <laughs> <laughs> and it might be just outside this minute, but we noticed the dispatch still flying the word Negro. Do you think that's, this is one of the last movies where you could nah, use that word, Negro, to say? As opposed African to American. Yeah. Do you reckon it would be cool to shoot a remake of this in Lisbon, Portugal? They, they've got the, the hills, they've got the cable cars, they've got the Golden Gate Bridge there that looks almost exactly the same. Yeah. That's a good idea. Mm. I'd watch that. <laughs> very good. But it doesn't have wide streets. So no, I no, very no. shoot there. What's Spanish for dirty? Like, how would you. Sucio. Uh, Sucio, Harry. Yes. Uh, Our previous guest in Spain is called Harry El Sucio? Harry the Dirty or something? Uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Sucio. I like that. I need to finish my last ever quote from that famous Life magazine article. Your quote? No, it's from the Life <laughs> magazine article. Eastwood's audience is largely male and his films are said to play especially well in the ghettos of Harlem and Chicago. The ghetto. The ghetto. <laughs> what? Wait, so say that again. So, what, what, Eastwood's that, audience is largely male, and his films are said to play especially well in the ghettos of Harlem and Chicago. That is, I'm blacks sure, yeah, like him. Yeah, yeah, American. But really, specifically yeah. in those cities as well. He hadn't. Well, this was thirty years before the chair, right? <laughs> before the Republican. Yeah. The incident. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, you know, I think what's interesting is in this very next scene that will come up in the thirty-second minute. Uh, we see that maybe he's not as racist as what you thought because uh, the black child has been killed and the mother is very upset and Harry looks at her like, oh, yeah, you know, this world is disgusting. Mm. Um, So it's a big contrast to that earlier scene in the bank Mm. where they're 
where it seems like maybe he's kind of taking a sick pleasure in this uh, black robber's demise. You realise that it's not a race thing or not mainly a race thing, but, uh, you know, he mm. cares about justice or cares about <laughs> law and order. Yeah, well, that thing, you know, where he says, you know, he hates everybody equally, essentially. Was Is there other movies that have tried to kind of diffuse that? Because, I mean, uh, uh, French Connection doesn't play it down at all. I mean, he's just a racist piece of shit like the, the cops are. Um, are there... Are there, sorry, I'm really not familiar with the movie that well. Are there African-Americans in it? Yeah. Uh, well, from the, the beginning, he goes into um, a Negro bar yep. uh, and shakes down the whole place. And he's just, you know, oh, yeah. um, you know, there's, there's no, well, I mean, there's no effort to kind of like, you know, say that, oh, this guy's not a racist. Whereas they've done a very clear like job, you know, Harry might be a hard man, but he like, yeah, he just sort of hates humanity in general. <laughs> but then from memory, the... Gene Hackman character has a snitch in that. Yeah. He has a snitch yeah. in that bar. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but even so, like, he also it kind of beats yeah. him up. And like, he's, like, he doesn't, yeah, he's not concerned yeah. about his image, really. Quite but uh, what's the whole thing in Die Hard with the Vengeance? You know, they play up, he's a bit. Uh, who, with Zeus? Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, he has a chip on. So Samuel <laughs> Jackson. Hey, Zeus. A, yeah. <laughs> Huh? Jackson has a chip on his shoulder, doesn't he? He's a bit militant and about, you know, fighting the power. Yeah, yeah. But is um, McLean, he's just portrayed as a bit insensitive to whatever. He's, he doesn't want to make it a race thing. Um, no, I John mean, they, make, they have a little bit in there. I mean, yeah. sort of. Um, but, yeah, again, they sort of try to diffuse that a little bit. There's a scene where they, you know, uh, Bruce Willis calls Samuel L. Jackson a racist. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you don't like me because I'm white? And he's like, what? <laughs> but, I mean, you know, only two-thirds of that movie is any good. <laughs> <laughs> If you skip ahead about five seconds, just just before we go, I just want to point. Yeah, yeah, here, perfect pause. So uh, there's a fan theory on the internet oh. that um, Scorpio actually worked at the VW. Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're all around there now. He's, he's he made redundant, so he's now following them in whatever that thing behind oh, yeah, him is. Can you yeah, see yeah, the, yeah. the outline yeah. of him? That sort of shaggy hair. Yeah. It's very interesting you say that because it's back to the whole. The Axis conspiracy that he's got the Japanese paratrooper gun, he's got the, mm. the right, Luger, right. the Axis powers, and now VW. Yeah. Are I mean, they Japanese? I suppose. VW d- 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 from Munich, yeah. Germany. Oh. VV, yeah. But if you look Sorry, closely, W-V. Scorpio actually appears in every frame of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You just have to look. <laughs> I thought we determined Harry is Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why else would we be doing a thing on every minute of this movie? <laughs> it's like, where's Wally? <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Scorpio confirmed. Whew. Well, that's pretty much all I have for this minute, guys. Yeah. Do you have anything interesting? No, I think we can uh, move Finally on to- say goodbye to the so- bloody cherry picker. All downhill from here. Yes. Oh, they're driving uphill. Uphill, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us, David. I know you're off to China to tell them about Eastwood. No problem. Yeah. You come back for future minutes? Yes. Uh, Perhaps in a few months uh, you'll be halfway through the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll catch you next time, everyone. See you on Dirty Dirty Harry Harry Minutes. Minutes.